Hey guys, welcome to the Wild Weird. I'm here with my second time guest, Jeremiah Edwards. What's going on, dude? Uh, about the same as usual. Yeah. So today was an interesting day because I got to take you and your wife thrift shopping for the first time. Yeah, uh, we don't venture down to Portland very often. Was that the first time your wife's been to the Hawthorne area? Um, she did say she'd been to the the Hawthorne Theater before, but I don't believe she's ever wandered around that part of town. Ironically, I feel like most white people who don't go to Portland go to the Hawthorne Theater. I'm sure it was for something musically related. There's a lot of rock that goes on there. Yeah. Which brings the whiteies. But, um, so like out of the places they took you today, what do you think was like the place that you thought had the best stuff? Uh, that's hard to say because everything had a little bit different kind of stuff. Yeah. And I mean this, you know, shout out to all the places we're about to talk about. They are not sponsors, but we're just, you know, these are the places we went to today and they are overall all great stores. But yeah, like you can tell the price range in each one, right? Like yeah. the difference, like the one place I regret not taking you guys to that we walked past of that I had the intention of taking you to was uh, Crossroads. That place I referenced right before you had to go to Fred Meyer's take a piss. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And on the way back, I was like, we're going to go there. And we were talking about something and we just walked right past it. Uh, just a pro tip for anyone that's not familiar with Portland, do not go anywhere in town if you have to pee. It is very difficult. And downtown Portland is even worse. Have you had to go to downtown Portland take a piss? Yes. Uh, several times we would meet people. We'd be waiting to meet people at a restaurant or something. And good God, there it's are horrible. no bathrooms anywhere. No, because you either have to use the bathroom. If you're, if you're going to the original, like you're, Original destination, place that you're like, I'm going to go out to eat. I'm going to eat here first. This is my first stop. You have to use the bathroom there. No, but they, they won't always let you, like, beforehand. No. Like, if you have a reservation at 6, tough luck, buddy. Yeah. You're out there till 6. And then with COVID restrictions, a lot oh, of, no. let's say if you're getting takeout from a place, that place you're getting takeout from might not even let you get use the bathroom while you're waiting for your food. Yeah. There's a couple places. I'm not going to say the places, but there are a couple places I've been to where I bought food from them, was waiting inside of the place to get my food. Probably had to wait like five minutes and asked to use the restroom, and they turned me down. My go-to move is uh, I usually have my kids with me. And if a five-year-old has to pee, they're not going to be like, nah, he's got to sit there and piss his pants. <sighs> so I'll take my five-year-old to go to the bathroom. And I was, you know, conveniently, I had to pee too. Good idea. Because each time <laughs> I've asked to use the bathroom, my kids and my wife are waiting in the car. Yeah, just take a kid with you, man. Opens up a whole new world of possibilities. I got to use my kids. The only time, like I mean, like a couple of days ago, we went to IKEA, and I used the family bathroom for the first time. I've never used a family bathroom. Oh, for those things kids. are great, man! Like they have so much space in them. Like all four of us went in there. Yeah, we changed. Leave took a piss. We changed the baby's diaper, and then I pissed, pissed right after leave, and it was a game changer. I was like, this is the most convenient way of using a bathroom instead oh, of yeah. having to go to like a public bathroom. But back to what I was saying about thrift shops. Sorry, we kind of diverted to like public <laughs> bathrooms, but like. So like you when when I was taking you to those places you cut you saw the price difference right so like but did you notice the difference in like the quality that obviously like shout out to House of Vintage like I don't know how you accumulated this collection of stuff oh that was incredible like there's no way you could spend your entire day going through the like going through the racks and I, you couldn't find everything. I don't think you'd make it through half of it. There's, that's not, that's there's just so the much stuff. That's just the clothes. That's not including 
like all their miscellaneous art, um, uh, toys, pins, sunglasses, like uh, backpacks, fanny packs, purses. Like there's too much shit. And you're like, this is obviously an accumulation, but I like how they have it sectioned, right? Because it's completely disorganized. Somewhat. Like, if it, you walk it, in, you're like, and you let's say you walk in with the idea, I'm going to buy a denim jacket today. Oh, you'll find denim jackets in 16 places. Yeah, but all the denim jackets are in those places will be together. They'll be together, but they'll be in separate parts of the store. And obvi- I think the one thing they did very well is that they put all their big selling items that they know they're going to sell at the entrances. It's just like grocery stores. You know, you put like Coca-Cola and all that shit in the front of a grocery store. They did that with their clothes. So like, but that place, man, like if, if I had $500 just to walk in there to spend on whatever, it'd be gone on three things. Like, cause like, oh yeah, they have an amazing, uh, band tee collection, a band. They had a Dolly Parton concert t-shirt from like the early eighties. And I was like to rock a Dolly Parton eighties concert, like, ba- like that they sold at the venue that day on whatever tour oh, yeah. she was on. That's fucking amazing because the other thrift shops we went to, they just had like the popular bands, like the ones that you'd see at Target, right? Yeah. You go to Target, you're going to see Def Leppard, ECDC, uh, Guns N' Roses. All about Leonard Skinner, man. Leonard Skinner. Yeah, the, oh, Leonard Skinner is <laughs> ever. But you see Leonard Skinner, Target, and Walmart. Yeah. Right? But like those are the bands. Oddly, Aerosmith isn't really in the mix. I don't think I see. I, they, I think they have Aerosmith at Target, maybe. I really don't see it, but I don't look for a lot of that stuff. But why either. not? Like, well, okay, if you had to rate your top three bands out of those groups of like the all time, like one band, I'm surprised. I sh- this is this will be my number one is Credence Clearwater Revival. Oh, they are my yeah, favorite, definitely rock band of all time, and I solely blame John. Like John Fogerty is the reason for that. I don't know the other member like. You know, I guess this doesn't make me. A I don't know any other names, so I don't know any good. other names, right? But John Fogerty, the lead singer of uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, that guy has so much soul in his voice, but to a point where, like, you ever notice, like, when some artists try to sing like a southern black man, or like they, they try to they steal the soul from another genre, like they sound like a southern. They're trying to take from a church that they went to when they were younger. Like what Elvis did, and like, but they made it their own. John Fogerty is just like he's his own thing, but he's he's taken all the pieces from his influences and made it his own thing. I think he's the best person to do that, besides the lead singer of ACDC, because the lead singer of ACDC, the replacement that they replaced him with in the eighties, slightly sounds like the original singer, right? I think that was the point because the guy I, passed away and they had. I have no it. idea. I didn't even know the lead singer of ACDC originally passed away. Okay, so uh, like, let's say it's it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll that song. Yeah, I forgot what album it is, but like the lead singer, I think died in the eighties, but like they replaced him with the singer. I don't know their names, but like the lead singer who's have you heard Thunderstruck from ACDC? Yeah, it's that's really not good the drinking game that goes with that. Yeah, that's not the original <laughs> singer, right? The guy. Sounds similar to it. It's def he definitely when you hear his voice, you think of ACDC, but it's not the lead singer. Different guy. You know, to yeah. the diehard ACDC fans, I'm sorry. I'm a fan. I just don't know these names. But um so it's like with John Fogerty, like he is Creedence Clearwater Revival to me. Like 
I don't think he's the only one to write the songs or the like or to write the music. But like that guy has the most distinctive voice. When I hear his voice, I think of him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. I, there's a very, very popular song for me that they sing. What song? What's your What's your favorite Creedence song? It's the only one that anyone ever plays for me. It's Jeremiah was a bullfrog, man. Um, that's probably the most one of the most commercialized songs. Oh, absolutely. And it people is... sing. It's probably resung and played during like people sing it during karaoke but you can't you can't beat that original sound out of Creedence Clearwater Revival no it's just so much soul like if you didn't tell me he was from the bayou in New Orleans I would hear that in his voice yeah he sounds what he's singing about and there's very few people that can do that right like I Willie Nelson does it nobody sounds like Willie Nelson no like Willie Nelson is Willie Nelson he is his own sound Waylon Jennings um, lead singer of ACDC, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, right? But like, as much as I like Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose kind of sounds like the 90s, I'm going to adjust my sound to sound like an evolved version of hair metal. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think he could replace Axl Rose with like 10 different people. I think they've done and, that before. And as long as, as long as there's somebody mixing the sound up a little bit, nobody's going to know. Yeah, they're like, if you kind of sound like him, but you don't have as much of a drinking problem. Sorry, afterwards. <laughs> but, um, no, but that's like, Credence, I don't know, definitely, I just, there's something about that band, that like, Proud Mary, like, Rolling on a River, like that whole chorus line. Yeah. Like, the vibe it gives out, and then you got Born to Move, which is kind of like their funky, soulful song. I'm not sure if you've heard of that one. But then, like, you got Born on the Bayou, like... Uh, around the bend like it's just like their songs are like and they're a couple specific albums but like oh my man that band is like i can listen to them all day oh yeah and but you don't see like back sorry i got one on right but like back to what we we're talking about like you don't see their clothing no at I, target like are I they wouldn't see but people know like who that. they are well, i'm surprised like maybe it's obviously it's like commercial rights uh i think it's a little bit regional too you think so too you don't think people in the northwest know much about them hipster culture in the northwest they got people diving for that stuff man yeah everybody's trying to figure out something that nobody else knew before or they liked them before it was cool and so like like, because when you go to like those stores you see the pop you see a lot of kiss yeah a lot of the beatles and a lot of the rolling stones that's like the like the I would say ACDC, Rolling Stones, Beatles, Def Leppard. Oddly, Def Leppard. Honestly, Def Leppard's got some cool songs, but like I want to put them on the same level as like a rock band, as oh. like or the success of like these other bands like ACDC and Credence. But like, they, I think it's imagery too, right? Because Def Leppard does have a very electric sound. Like their logo looks a specific way, yeah. So it's very appealing. Um, same with ACDC. A lot of those bands resemble lightning bolts, I've just realized, in their logos. Aerosmith has, like, their own, like, design with, like, the wings and how they configure the lettering. ACDC literally is, like, you know, a formula for electrical discharge. So that is literally what their type, like, band is named after. Yeah. Like, they're an electric band that's named after electricity. I've been shocked by both types. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't know, man. Like... It was just odd going to that store today and seeing a variety of band shirts. Oh yeah, and basketball sports teams like shirts, like a team from the, like the they had Blazers t-shirts that were from like the hey, the man. They had 
real fur coats in there. Yeah. Never in a well, million years. They have a cotton shit. Like, I don't see fur coats anywhere else. Are they afraid? This one makes this place cool. They're not afraid to touch the fur. Uh, I never would have expected to see that up here. But, like, that's amazing to see. Because, like, you, when I saw it, I was like, this got to be fake fur. Then no, you go look at it, you're like, this is real there's, fur. There is a distinct feeling between, you know, the, the faux fur stuff that everybody's like, Oh, we don't torture animals for this. Like, I don't really care. At that point, though, it, it, you're me. not you're not torturing animals for no, that no. fur. It's not like I'm going to the the factory but, where the animals are tortured and then pre like ordering my fur coat. But yeah, you you're show you're up, not so, picking out a lamb and being like, yeah, skin that one for me. Yeah, and then send send me the notification when it's ready. But like when you show up to this place, you're like, it's already here. It's already been there. What man. am I gonna do now? Let's be most realistic. most of them. Most of my sock because you know you check the tag and they've got the era that they're from. Yeah, most of them are from the eighties. Most of their clothes are from the eighties, or I would say the nineties. Yeah, a, a lot of stuff said. It's not 80s a recently made fur coat. No, a rich lady living in New York that's got a sugar daddy already wore this coat back I, in the. 90s. I would love to get a recently made fur coat. Like I want like a buffalo hide jacket. You know. I could see, I could only see you wearing. Oh, it would be so kick. You'd have to grow out the fur a lot more, like to where it like touches the fur on your shoulders. Oh yeah. So like when you're wearing the jacket and it's hunched over your shoulders and your hair matches it, you look like what's that dude? Uh, Grizzly Adams. No man, I don't want to be Grizzly Adams. That guy's pretty cool though. He doesn't have your hair though. He did have no. He has more of like, like, like really smooth, well conditioned hair. You have like, it is like weird Al Yankovic curls. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy, man. And the, that's all you don't do shit to it. Um, I use an ass load of conditioner. That's not that's not enough. Though. You don't get a um, perm. Nope, I don't get a perm. Nope, no perm once. No perm. Uh, my brother has almost the same type of hair, and he's much more vain than I am. So he gave me some pointers. Also, and, he actually like products that he uses. He's got a process. He's he's got this whole process. Uh, I think he said he used the curly girl process for a while because everybody. Everybody thinks, oh, curly hair, women. Yeah, but I, most are... most guys with curly hair like this, we just don't give a shit. Yeah, if we grow it long, it's wild. That's so, true. I'm just I'm trying to be a little bit more vain, I but it's difficult should, for me because I still don't give a shit. Because you're at like the beginning stages of really long hair. Like, just let it grow out, dude. Like, it could be so majestic if you. It just... could be, or I could look like Molly fucking Ringwald. <laughs> No, you won't look like Molly Ringwald. <laughs> you look like Wilderness Jesus. Wilderness Jesus. I mean, I but get, what keeps you? I'm like, gonna I'm gonna get that in a painting now. Wilderness I'm gonna get Jesus? myself. What, if, painted what would with Wilderness an axe. Jesus consist of though? Like, would it be just normal Jesus, but instead of like a, like, a goat and like the animals that they there would be like when he was born, like really, with the, really when the wise know, men man. show up, or would it be just like a bear? a mountain lion, and then, like, Jesus with... Because Jesus still had long hair and a beard. Oh, It'd just God. be, like, a picture of Charles Manson. Which I like. That's terrible, man. <laughs> no, but, like... So, like, what keeps... Like, what keeps you keeping it at this length? Like, why don't you... Does your wife give a shit? Oh, Maddie doesn't care what I do with the hair up here. She is more concerned with the beard that she would like to be gone. Yeah, well, I get the beard, because the beard affects her. Yeah, the beard affects her. Right, she, because she she's got to kiss you? Yeah. You got to go down on her, and she probably doesn't want to feel the beard rubbing against between like yeah. her butthole? I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. We don't I'm talk, assu- we don't talk about that part of it. I'm just assuming <laughs> that when a woman cares about the beard, it's because she has to kiss you, 
Beards do have smells. You got to remember, beard does have a smell of what you eat, what you drink. And I vigorously oil my beard. Doesn't matter. You still vigorously eat throughout the day, right? So, like, your beard has a scent. Of what, sure. You go in your car and then come out, your beard's going to smell like your car. Beard's hair attracts stink, right? There's a reason why hairy men's balls smell, because hair attracts smell. It's meant to protect is, you from is this, is this personal experience? No, it's just like, I was, <laughs> partially, yes. But, like, hairiness attracts smell. Well, yeah. Right? So, it's like, your beard will attract a smell and develop a smell. That's why, that's why men buy oils, but, because we don't want to smell bad all the time. Dude, I'm not going to be a swimmer. Shaving all my body hair off. I had to shave no, every you day trim. while That's I was why in the Manscaped military. Is no. thing. Manscaped is not a sponsor, by the way. Shout out to Manscaped. Actually, I'm going to say a story about Manscaped. Yeah? Okay. I'm not going to give a shout out to Manscaped because they say it does not nick your balls. Oh, yeah. You on. nicked your balls. I cut my balls oh, with my the guard on, dude. I was in the I shower. I have never cut they... my balls shaving them. You use Manscaped? No. Okay. Dude, I've used dollar store razors, all right? I've cut myself not nearly as bad as I did with the Manscaped, okay? <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get sued for this. But don't use the Manscaped, bro. I severely cut my balls. Like, I had to put a Band-Aid on my balls for like oh, three days. That's terrible. There was skin removed from it. It was fucking misery <laughs> for three oh, days, God. dude. Like, And I had the guard. Where they say with the guard on, it's not supposed to happen. And I'm not that bad with shaving. You were obviously using it incorrectly. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> but do they give you a proper way to... T- they just... They don't tell you. I don't know, man. Have you noticed that shit comes with less instructions these days? Yes. But when they... And they're advertising. They don't say, huh, you know, like, you won't cut yourself if you use it this way. They say you're... It's a nick-proof shaving, right? No, no matter how I shave it or what I do, it can't cut my balls. I mean, you gotta look at you gotta look at the end of the advertisement when it suddenly pops up with a whole screen of text. You gotta read that. all that in a half a second. Well, honestly, I've only heard the advertisements from like po- other podcasts I've listened oh, yeah, to. Oh yeah, they promote it, you know? stuff. Yeah, they don't they don't hit you with that. Like, by the way, don't shave oh. downward or upward. You might get cut. They never say that really quickly at the end, from what I've heard. But yeah, that was a miserable three days. But back to that. So, why? What would you, what would I have to do to get you to not cut your hair for maybe six months from today? Um, well, that greatly depends because I did apply for another position at our employer. Mm-hmm. So, why does uh, your hair have anything to do with that? You gotta look nice. You can look nice with long hair. What makes you think matter. that lathis has anything to do with you not looking good? I I don't know, man. My I wife feel, said the same thing to me. I feel no. like if I have a job interview, I have to get a haircut. It's a thing. But you're still going to keep your pubes beard? I'll get it trimmed, maybe. Okay. So this is my wife said the same thing to me. She's like, she has all these ideas of what, how she wants to design her hair, how she wants to cut it, right? Certain, like, certain hairstyles that are, look very nice on girls. It's not an ex, like a crazy hair dye or color scheme or anything like that. It's just a certain design of haircut, like a shorter haircut, but not like bust. Just like short, kind of combed back, kind of like... A shorter hairstyle than you're used to seeing on women, but like a very nice. It looks really good on some women. And, and, but she said, she tells me, she's like, well, my, you know, the quarry might not like it. I'm like, no, as long as it, as long as the hairstyle looks good on you, nobody cares, right? People only care if it looks bad. So if you grow your hair out and it looked really good, even though it's longer than most of the people that you work with's hair. Nobody's going to care because it looks good on you. 
People only give a shit when it doesn't look good or it makes them feel uncomfortable. I don't know. That's that's really the only thing I hear ever about my appearances. Who would Holy you work shit. with? Holy shit. Holy work... shit, that's curly hair. Yeah, because Holy you work shit. with old men who are balding <laughs> or have no hair. Uh, I did I did throw that at one of the guys. Uh, I won't say his name, who it was, but he said something about my hair, and I was like, you know, the only guys that ever tell me what to do with this are the ones that don't have any. Yeah. Why do you think I tell? I have no hair, and it's slowly going away. That's why when I see men with glorious manes like yourself, I want to I want to encourage you to keep it growing. You got to remember though, the fucking heat, man. It's not always summer. It, no, it doesn't matter. It is an oven on my head. Yes, so wear less clothes. I tried that. Society says I have to wear pants. We covered this before. Okay, I know. <laughs> but I I know it's a motherfucker. But we all, it's not like you live in yeah. California. You live in the Northwest. It's cold no, 70% of I, the year. I had really have no plans to cut it. Um, I'll probably get it trimmed. Don't get it trimmed. Leave no, it alone you, and then trim it where it's, when it's really long. No, man. You, you just you don't even know. Because what your bangs get long enough, right? They're past your eyes and they just hang down lower. Like, just change it from like a fro hang to co- like having it back. Oh, like usually, put it up. usually I push it all back. Because if you put it all back, it's going to keep growing. Or if you decide to put it up in a bun of some sort, it's going to keep growing. I specifically left my hair alone today. Because last time I was on the show, you said you, you wanted to see the glorious fro. But you had it in a bun last time. Right? Yeah, I did. Okay. I, had, I, had I was like, back. you weren't wearing a hat. No, I usually wear hats. I love hats, man. I do too. I told Juan last week in our last episode that I lost all my hats. I don't know what I did with them. I've, I had about seven hats, seven to eight hats. A couple of I bought from like online. I have a couple like hat designers that I really like. Aaron Draplin, Draplin Design Company. Ever heard of him? Aaron Draplin from LA. You're really asking the Idaho redneck if he's ever heard of a designer from LA. That's true. So <laughs> I don't know if he's from LA, but he's stationed in LA. And like I have a lot of his hats. I can't find any of them. I've checked in my attic. I've checked in my closets. Were any of them hats that your wife did not care for that got accidentally misplaced? There are a couple of them that I don't think she gave a shit about, but my wife genuinely doesn't care about like my hats or what I like the hats, the newer hats I bought. She likes weirdly enough. Most of my hats, like they, they don't look good. Like your hat looks good. It's clean. Yeah, it's just well a black hat with walrus on it. Yeah, but it's not like most of my hats have sweat rings. Because I this wear them it. while Last, I'm working. The first three out of four days I've worn this hat, I've sweat in it. So I've kind of it just happened to be on a day where I thought it was gonna be like not as hot, end up being like scorching hot. Oh, I was annoyed that it got hot, man. It was I thought it was gonna like, be a cool day and it was abnormally hot today. I, I walked out of my house for the first time. We went and got coffee earlier in mm-hmm. the day because I don't function without caffeine. I should have took you to Tove. Shout out Tove. But yeah, next time we're down in Portland, I definitely because it was go. literally a, a block up the road from oh seriously uh, from House of Vintage, that Egyptian coffee place I've told you about. Oh, Love their coffee. Shout out Tove. I'll be going this weekend. All right, I I recommend everybody check out Tove. Place is fucking amazing. Yeah, man. I walked out of my house and it was like sixty degrees. It's like, yeah, hell per- yeah. Perfect this day. is the great day. Got my blue flannel on. I love I love flannels. I'm not a big fan of blue fan- flannel though. I uh, I don't really care. What Luke color it is? looks good on some people. For some reason, I have. I don't think it looks good on me. I I like this one because it's not super thick. You know, I can wear it when it's like kind of cool. It's a but very... I I get I get hot really easy. Same. So, 
if I wore like a sweatshirt or something, I've been taking that bitch on and off all day. That's why you don't see me with a lot of sweatshirts or long sleeve sweatshirts. I can't do it. Not this time of year. I have to get at least a week, like, let's say October, like Halloween time, right? October, you get consistent two to three weeks of cold weather where I know it's going to keep up for at least until like February, early March. Then I'll start wearing a sweater. But until I got consistent coldness, I'm not wearing a sweater. No, I I don't know. I've got a lot of like hoodies and stuff. But when yeah, I but work take, uh, when I work construction, you'd throw that on under your shirt and whatever safety stuff you might have on because chances are it's either gonna be really cold or really hot, but you really don't want to die of skin cancer. Yeah. So just cover up everything you can. Wear a lot of long sleeves. Yeah. No, and that's a weird thing. Like the older I get, the colder I get faster. Or like let's say if it drops to like mid sixties or lower, let's say if it gets into the fifties. Like you see me at work, I'll wear a beanie. Oh no. And like a jacket. Not. If I feel a cold breeze consistently all night, I'll wear a hoodie. And a beanie. It, it has to be no mittens. what I consider frigid for me to wear What's frigid? Like slightly frigid. above freezing? Uh I'd say if it drops down below fifty. That's that's reasonable. You know, but like I, it's, I, it's getting cold, but I love the cold, man. I thought it was because I was vegan and I had no fat on me. But then I'm I'm actually way fatter now. And it's not changed. It's I'm, not about I'm my weight. I'm building a protective layer. Maybe it's blood circulation. Could be. Could it be? Because yeah, one thing I've noticed be. is that my limbs fall asleep more frequently now. I mean, you get your, you get your heart checked. You think it has a lot to do with the nicotine consumption? I have no idea. I don't know. All I've noticed is that times when I'm driving in my car and my feet will fall asleep while I'm driving. That never happened before. Do you keep a wallet in your back pocket? Yes. Yeah. Take really? that wallet out of your back pocket while you're driving. But I, oh, It's funny you brought this up. So you ever notice? You last... ever notice you would just be sitting there like I've got my wallet in my back pocket right now, and Same. my right ass cheek is asleep. My left foot is falling asleep right now. Yeah. Okay. So one thing I've noticed though, this is this is strictly putting the because like I will sacrifice my limbs falling asleep so I don't forget my wallet in my car. I every time I take it out because let's say if I stop because leave will want me to stop by the store. Like if we go out. I know I'm gonna to have to buy him a small fry from McDonald's or someplace, right? So smart kid, right? He he he's, knows he's got the system figured out. Man. Yes, he knows that I will hook him up with a fry. Oh yeah, right? Because I'll feed him breakfast and lunch at home. I'll make him food. Then when we go out, he knows this is time I got to snag a fry. He used to ask me for ice cream, and I did that once. Oh, never, never no, give a child ice cream no, in their car no. seat. He started asking me for ice cream and fries at the same time. Oh, smart kid. Like, instead of- You got to up the ante, man. No, he started going like, Dad, I want fries and ice cream. I'm like, I'll get you fries. No, I want ice cream and fries. I'm hey, like, look, he figured out he was going to get one or the other. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm getting you fries. And he's like, oh. And then oh, I got him fries. So what happens when I pay for the food, I take my wallet out, and I put it on my center console, my cup holder's like right in the middle of my car, right? Then wherever I go, I'd either come back home, walk in my house, leave my car, my wa- or leave my wallet in the car. You just gotta get yourself a little bit of paranoia, man. I always know where my wallet is. I, I, I do very good because it's either in my pants or on the counter, right? But lately, because of the fry buying, <laughs> I either have it in my car, I take it out of my pocket because I realize I'm a lot more comfortable without the wallet in my back pocket. Yeah. Not necessarily paying attention to if my limbs are falling asleep or not. Right, I'm not paying attention to that difference, but I'm pretty sure it's guaranteed happened 100 percent of the time. Well, my wallet's in my back pocket, so that could be a huge factor. Yeah, I honestly think it could be a heart a heart thing, maybe too, because I am getting older, and 
I probably overconsume nicotine since I quit smoking, and like I overcompensate in other aspects. Well, you with know, nicotine smoking has a a big impact on your circulation right. because nicotine. They tell you to take chew the nicotine gum minimally or optimally every two hours. Then it got to a point where I was like, oh, I can cut it at an hour and a half. Then I chew it at an hour and a half. Yeah, I've noticed. I but can I do the four milligram, not the two milligram. See, I do the four milligram too. And I consistently use it like I am jonesing for that gum well before two hours is up. Well before the hour and a half now. I used to make it to the two hours. Yeah. Now it's like, I'm once 45 minutes go by, I'm like, fuck. So my... Uh, my mismanagement has made my problem worse. Yeah. I, I told my wife today, I, I bought another box of gum today. And I said, this is the last one. But you buy the shitty version of the nicotine gum. I don't care. It tastes it so bad. It saves me money. Doesn't it's not that much money. It doesn't matter if it's that much money. It saves me money, man. But if I'm gonna do something that I don't really necessarily want to do in the first place, it's just to replace another problem. I want to at least not hate it. It's it's not even that I hate it, man. Because the taste the I bad think... taste isn't even encouraging you not to quit because you're still doing it. No, I love the taste of that one, man. It's just Walmart it like brand. trash. It doesn't it, taste it tastes like, like trash. Ball sweat. Like it tastes like a like a like if you put too much water in a fucking container of cologne and then sprayed it, it smells like fucking sour milk. That why, you... why are you putting water in cologne? No, but Greg? like think of like something that's like overly saturated. It's like overly saturated. It's like like normal nicotine gum. It's just cool set mi- out in the sun for an hour, then put in the freezer and then chewed on again. It's horrible. Oh no, no, you're thinking of the because uh, I bought the wrong flavor a couple times. There's the Walgreens brand. They're worse no, no, no. than the, like, the nicotine so, generic. The the one that I gave you, it's like this weird, vibrant yellow color, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that shit is garbage. That tastes like paint. That flavor is garbage. I The one I usually get is the Cool Mint, because it's got the coating on it. It's kind of menthol-y, and I used to smoke menthol. You know why? You like, I know this this thing. I noticed this, too, when I was smoking the Jewel. It was like the mint gives you more of that like burn that like oh, yeah. look for, right? Where like the tobacco flavored one doesn't even taste like tobacco. I don't even know what tobacco is supposed to taste like, but it tastes like coffee, right? Where Look, like I tried that vape shit. Like, let's go back here. This is like 2012. I tried the vape shit. Oh, well, it was all new. You used to pick up vape when you thought the world was in. Oh man, there was this uh, guy I worked with. Again, no names because in the we should, off chance he shout, hears shout this. Out, we should really keep the names out of this as yeah. much as possible. I'm, I'm locations I'm not... of places. People's names, unless they're related to us, and we want people to know who they are, because if somebody pops up in a conversation, I'm going to want the world to know who their name is, just Hold in case you see them out in the streets. We're, we're going to do this shout real quick. Jacob Edwards, you owe me $100. Do not forget that. Now, your now, now that we've continued, that's my youngest Brothers brother. always make sure the other brother pays them. No, man, I, I just I refuse to let it go. I would let, like if, I, if Juan owed me money, I think I would let it go. Because I know eventually he would pay me. No, like, it, if it was my brother, you, you would have to let it go because you're not paying me to do this. Yeah, Juan could use like you haven't bought me coffee this week, fucker. Juan, Juan's over there keeping track, and this is I, another actually, hour. Me, just remind me later on this week when do you go back to work. Thursday. Thursday. Remind me Thursday to buy you coffee because I haven't bought you coffee in like a week and a half since I've been home. Hey man, he lost a bet to me on Friday too, so he owes me a coffee. You lost a bet to him? Oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> well, well, tell me what what was it? A long distance throw and he missed. Oh, wh- wh- why would you ever bet on yourself on anything athletic? I, I asked him why he wanted to bet on that. What, uh, well, first I asked him why he wanted to see if he could do it because I already well, know it was a long distance throw. I couldn't do it. It was from the lamppost to the dumpster. It's because football season's happening. He was like, I can do this. No, I can't. I can't do that. I know I can't do that. From the lamppost to where? To the dumpster. Like the far lamppost. 
Yeah. Like near the like near the bay? Yeah. Oh, really? That's overly confident. Jesus, I wouldn't even think of that. Was it dark too? Yes, it was dark. Mm. Man, we work at night. It's getting dark quick. Now. Oh man, Juan, you were overly confident in yourself. Maybe, oh, if you, maybe if you were like just got to work and you had all your energy, maybe. But like at nighttime, I would have been like, no way. <laughs> Juan, I've, I've got a challenge for you, man. No, I'm good. Every day, wake up and eat a damn apple. Nah. As soon as you wake fruit? up. Huh? What's your favorite fruit? He really favorite likes fruit? bananas. Don't you worry about my <laughs> what is your favorite fruit, Juan? Apple. Apple. Then start. Why with would you not start with an apple then? If if apple is your favorite fruit, always start eating more of the shit you like first. So if you're looking for like trying to eat healthier for dietary purposes, start with an apple. But pick your favorite flavored <laughs> apple because not all apples are equal. Some apples are better tasting than others. But don't go for like, I would say, stay away from granny. Don't eat that red delicious don't bullshit. E- don't eat the red delicious because it's obviously not like natural. The- well, they don't. They don't even taste good, man. I like the um, green ones. The great, the Granny Smiths. Oh, those are so good. They're so good, but they're the highest in sugar. That's why they taste like yeah. sour. They're, they're yeah. the best tasting apple. But like, from you've you've shopped at like Chucks or New Seasons, right? Or like Whole Foods. Yeah, we we buy most of our produce from New Seasons. Buy anymore. the most organic, healthy apple you can get from like Whole Foods, and you'll no, see that. No, it's, no, no, hold on. I, I don't believe in that organic stuff, though. There's a difference. There's, there's, there's no difference. Look there's at no Eric. difference. Look at Eric. Shout out to Eric Hill. Eric Hill is the pure example of somebody who strictly eats organic, and you notice the difference in how you feel. Because oh, organic man. is all about inflammation. It's all about... It's not about... It's not going to help you lose weight I, more I, than the other fruits. I do not believe this. No, no. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. It is not going to help you lose weight more than most fruits. It will affect how you feel. If you switch to organic food and stop eating the not... If you... Let's say like you didn't go on a full. It's hard to go on a full hundred percent organic diet, but you switch the things well, that yeah, could unless be organic. you're Bill Gates, man. Yeah, it's because that can get expensive. But like if you switch to, like half your diet to organic, like especially <coughs> your fruits and vegetables, <clears throat> and you ate the same shit that you normally eat every day, but with organic, you notice the difference how you feel. It's hard to say now because you haven't experienced it yet, but you you will. You'll notice the, a different in your, difference in your joints. Um, your energy level, man. Nothing saving my your joints. skin. It's just it's it's all about the inflammation. My my body is already well on the way to fucked. No, you're not. You're thirty you're not, years come old. Come on, man. I'm not even thirty. I'm twenty nine. You're not even thirty. <laughs> That's what Wait. I'm saying. You guys can't say that because, like, honestly, come on, right, man. The, but the thing is, though, there's. And if you're so afraid, bro, just get off your knees. Yeah, that, um, that'll help. Stop bruising them knees, okay? Because we use our knees. Hey, how else am I supposed to pray, boys? <laughs> oh god won't yeah. thank you for that shit all right let's let's jump That's back to this vape thing, it's sold ever. all right so vapes huge in, in 2012 man everybody was getting into it this dude i worked with he bought like a 600 hundred dollar vape you're talking about like the ones you can customize the bigger ones that blow, dude, it was like, like a clubs. giant silver dildo man i've never done those kind of vapes it's always I, been like this the disposable ones. i was like what the fuck are you carrying that around in your pocket for like that's you're wasting more money on that than you would on cigarettes this year. And think of how you look when you drive too. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like you see that gigantic puff of like smoke coming out. You're just the... like <sighs> Like No, man. Uh, I'd rather see somebody smoke a cigarette in their car than see them vape. I'd rather see somebody smoke a little bit of crack than see them vape. <laughs> really? But that's probably just like at least three separate times in the last month I have seen people shooting up heroin. On no, the street. I have yet to see anybody shoot up heroin ever. No, dude, seriously. 
never. I've been around people that look like they're on heroin, but I've never seen them actively doing it. No, I actively watched a man sitting on the curb with his foot up and his toes spread apart, sticking a needle between his, to- his toes. That's when you know to it's shoot bad heroin. They have no other veins. Yeah, available. he's blown out all his other veins. Jesus, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Just broad daylight, I was headed to work. Well, I'm sure he's a- aware of the problem for the most part. Or blind to it. I really don't think he cared, man. I don't think he cared. He's like, give me that fucking foot. But, like, that's the thing, though. I've never seen somebody do it. I've seen people publicly masturbate in front of me. But I've never seen somebody shoot up heroin directly yeah. in front of me. I've seen I've seen everything that would say this person does it, but never seen it happen. I can't say I've ever seen anybody publicly masturbate. But somehow it always goes oh, back it? to like, the guy on like the balcony, man. Uh, it's a technically... It, it, was, it was your date night, right? That was a date night masturbate, right? It was like... The date night master. The master dater. That's what I call him. The master dater. <laughs> oh, God. But like that guy was technically in his he lived he was in his house. He was in his apartment. Yeah, man. It just the window was open. So he was, he was in his private residence and you peeping tommed him. He just he just he I, <laughs> I did kind of Okay. It was not a single person peeping Tom. Okay. It was a you, joke conversation between me and my wife. You and your wife objectified this man while he played with his No, no, penis. no, because he knew we were there. He's looked <laughs> he looked over and he was aware of what he was doing. Okay. <laughs> we were not invading anybody's privacy because he was aware of what he's doing by that window. All right, but but like here's the real question. Was it like a two inch defeater or or was that, he average? It, it was all hand. You could not see anything. All hand you there could not see, no oh, visual there's no visible peen oh, the see? entire time. It was all just hand motion. You saw the hand going up and down. Man, you, but you really don't no... know if you watched him masturbate or not. Was he, he naked? Could, he could, he was butt butt ass naked. Butt ass naked. Man after my own heart. Yeah. Maybe not the no masturbating bo- no on the balcony dick through thing. the fucking like opening of the boxers. He was butt ass naked because he was standing at first and laid down on his bed. Like just just so you know, if you drop by my house unexpected, there's a ninety percent chance it'll take me more than two minutes to open the door because I have to put pants on. Do you walk around your house naked religiously? Not naked. Uh, I don't want my children to be <laughs> scarred for life. Get that. So, but my boxers, hell yeah. It's my house. That, if someone can see through my windows and they choose to look into my house, you're going to see me half naked. I've never, maybe I just, this is part of me being an overthinker and not be able to relax because the things that people do to relax like that, I've never done. Like I just, the if I walk to my refrigerator with my boxers on and no shirt on, it's got to be three o'clock in the morning. Nope, I will do it. I can't do it. Morning, I, noon, and night, man. Because I know that if you knocked on my door unexpectedly and I happen to have my boxers on with nothing else, I wouldn't think about putting anything out. I'd answer the door and then realize what I was doing. No, no, this, this is how bad it is. When I was in the military, we had a surprise dorm inspection. And I get woken up. I was working night shift. And I get woken up. It's like 10 a.m. I've had three hours of sleep. And this dude's just pounding on my door. And I open it up, and there is, like, our big, big boss, like, the chief master sergeant of our, or the, what the hell was he? Anyways, he was the top enlisted guy in our squadron. Mm -hmm. I can't remember my ranks right now. I'm too tired for this shit. (laughs) But uh, this dude opens up, and the first sergeant was with him, and they're doing a surprise dorm inspection, and I'm just standing there in my underwear. Boxers. Boxers. uh, Boxer briefs. Always always boxer briefs, man. Boxers too loose, tidy whities I can't do them. I think that might be a lot of the reason why I don't wear my boxers because my dad wore a lot of whitey tighties. No, I just right? the tidy whities they make you wear them in basic but, training. But you ever like you ever think of like somebody 
I, I picture my dad sitting at the edge of his bed inside of a place that you shouldn't be smoking in his whitey tidies, smoking a cigarette the minute he wakes up, drinking a Coke. And you just described a movie scene from the 70s somewhere. I think that photo of my dad was probably taken late 70s, early 80s before my brother. That is fantastic. That was my dad. Imagine like Tommy Chong waking up in the morning before he put on his suspenders. Oh, that was sorry. my dad. Like, oh, it's all good, dude. But that's my dad. Like, and maybe that's where I deviate from. I kind of think I have counter behavior to how I think my dad would do things. I mean, his name is Peter in English, but his name is Pedro. <laughs> and the best thing that ever happened to my dad ever was when Napoleon Dynamite came out. You know, they filmed that in Idaho. Did they really? Yeah, they filmed it in Preston, Idaho. That's the tone of Idaho I get. Like, it always looks like the 70s in Idaho. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Time moves differently out there. It's like the 90s didn't hit Idaho until like 2004. Like, they probably just got high-def television, like 4K television. Something like that. Like, you got to be very... You got to be like the fucking head of a megamorphin church to have like a 4k television yeah probably like high speed internet probably but you know what still love the place yeah i would love to go to idaho i've never been anywhere outside of oregon washington and california except for when i traveled new hampshire but um yeah the best thing ever happened to my dad is when that napoleon dynamite movie came out because there was a shirt that got made called vote for pedro Pedro. my dad wore that shirt for four years four years every couple days a week you should check down at house of he's probably still has it See if you can get him another one down at House yeah. of Vintage. My da- I made my dad's confidence go like surprisingly higher because for some reason when this man, this immigrant man, hardworking man, wore a shirt that said vote for Pedro, that's the closest he will ever be to a politician or the president of the United States. And I think that my dad genu- hey man, genuinely I'm- felt that every time he wore that shirt. I would vote for him before an establishment politician. Like basically say <laughs> vote for Pedro meant like, you know, I vote for Pedro as being a... Good man. He's a good yeah, guy. You know, I like Pedro. Have you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. Have you met a Pedro that you didn't like? Yes. I've never met a Pedro besides my dad. No, no, no. I've met a couple of Peters, but they never went by Pedro. There's there's long stories behind a lot of the people I don't like, so... <laughs> You're like, like I, I generally try to like everyone I meet, or at least be cordial enough that they're not like, oh, that guy's a fucking prick. I'm not going to lie, though. And I've talked about this before, but the older I get the more I am starting to like my dad more. Like, yeah. it's really weird. Like, when you're in your early... T- when I was in my early 20s, I had a lot of problems with my dad. But, like, now where I... like With him being, like, living with my brother and with my mom's health condition and stuff and them, them being there, my dad's going to retire in the next year. Like, my dad's personality has dramatically changed. Like, just going to, like, hang out with him and he's like, he'll, he'll hold my son, hold Gene... And, like, just walk around the yard with them and take them, like, to go do stuff. And, like, it's very hands-on with my kids. And doesn't disrespect me. Doesn't talk to me in a negative way. Like, his whole thing of how he approaches me has completely changed. I don't know if it's because I'm just more responsible than I was 10 years ago. Because when I was 10 years ago, I was pretty reliant on him financially and other means. Where now it's like he doesn't (laughs) have to. He's like, I don't have to worry about him or any of my kids anymore. And I think that might He's probably worried about you. When he couldn't take care of you financially anymore, he's like, how is this idiot going to survive? Yeah. And then I did survive. Yeah. And I managed to be a good father and make every, like, help my kids survive, you know? And then, like, that takes a lot of stress off a person. I feel like that, if I was in my dad's position, 
that would take a lot of stress off me as well. Oh know? yeah. And like I I fear for the world we're raising my children and like I don't. my and don't my fear. boys are going to grow fear. up. If I could say anything before we close out. Don't fear it. Your kids are hope. That's how I think about it. I'm like it's it can be scary sometimes. Of course the world's a fucking crazy oh, yeah. place. But like as long as there are children raised by decently okay people, like like I know you're a good man and Maddie is a good woman. Eh, that you guys are great. She's a par- good woman. That you guys are great parents and you're gonna raise kids that have potential to do good things. Right? As long as you're always there for them, that they'll be fine. They'll be just fine. They're gonna be a little fucked up like the rest of us. We all are. But like They'll be less fucked up than we were. And then when they have kids, their kids will be less fucked up than them. So on and so forth. Eventually, things get to a good place. But, like, there's always hope. I hate it when people say, why would I want to have kids in this world where the world's so fucked up? It's like... Uh, yeah, you're kind of raising the change right there. You're you raising know? the change. You've already... I already know what kind of parent you're going to be but if you look, have kids. Look, even if one of my kids grows up to be a crooked politician or the head of a drug cartel, daddy wants a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> daddy wants a ferrari remember that remember that jamie but what i'm saying is like <laughs> why you picked that one <laughs> no sorry mooch <laughs> I, I assume i assume that jamie will be an actor he is just very theatrical boy he's hilarious him. mooch i think is gonna make you a lot of money mooch is mooch, genius mooch is gonna make all of this glorious curly hair fall out he's gonna get so laid too oh dude i'm not i don't want to talk your about oldest boy is gonna be like what's up get. dad here's, here's like have you seen of... how blue the eyes are on those children yeah they're beautiful Holy children. shit. Yeah, I'm surprised. Okay, this is the thing. They get it from their mom. I feel like both of our wives have contributed heavily to our children. Yes. Our women are responsible for it. Yeah. But I think as long as you are trying your best, your kids won't be. They're going to struggle. They're going to have their good points. They're going to have their high points. They're going to have their low points. But remember this. You're a great father. You're a great husband. You're a good man. Your kids will be just fine. They're going to make a lot of stupid decisions. They're going to masturbate like the rest of us at the same times that we do. The same yeah. process is going to happen over and over again, right? Our kids are going to do the same shit as us. It's just they have easier access to the stimulation. Oh, right? goddamn internet. We had to masturbate to our imaginations at some point. They're not going to have to use their imaginations. Hopefully, you can keep them away from porn long enough that they have to. I dumpster dive for nudie mags. I fucking ran in the forest and unburied rocks because I knew where my friends hid certain shit. Where your friends would tell you, like, <laughs> I hid it next to the third tree underneath the boulder. Behind oh the bush. Oh, my God, man. That's how hard we had to find porn. Now you kids are like... it in the forest? No. I had to go find the porn, the magazine, in the forest and take it home. But you already and then after I was done with it... You knew where it was in Mark's room. Well, not all the time. <laughs> I didn't always have access to Mark's room. There were times when Mark was home and I could not do it. Then I'd have... To, my friends would be like, hey, I got July edition behind the second tree, behind the bush, under the boulder. Take it home, bring it back. It's like checking out a book and bringing it back to the public library. It was basically like the, the neighborhood porn. Right. That shit sounds so bad. You never did that. You're also from a different time too. Whatever, Juan. Don't. It was worse like for never... our siblings. You don't think my my brother had to go more out of his way to find porn. We actually had. Dude, think about our parents. I I had this conversation when I think with Grant, where I was like, we're like the last generation that jerked off to still images. Yeah. Right. Like, you think a 14 year old is jerking off to still images? You think he can get hard to a still picture of boobs? I still can. I still can. It never goes away. It's a gift. It's it's power. It's we power. still hold the power. We, <laughs> we still hold the power to get hard by motionless tits. Right? By the Carbon Electras. By the Pamela Andersons. By the vintage Dolly Parton. Vintage Dolly Parton. Though she still looks fine. She still looks, she still looks good for a 77-year-old woman. But you're talking like 1970s Dolly Parton. 
natural Holy titties. Shit. When Dolly was fucking jolly, that was fucking great. <laughs> when Dolly was jolly. Put when that Dolly, shit on a t-shirt. <laughs> when Dolly was jolly. You ever been hit on by a gay man? I never notice it with women, but I always notice it with men. Thank you, everybody who's listening, who has been listening. Uh, thanks. We're going through some changes. I'm sure everybody's noticed the change, the logo. We are going to be hitting hard with the merch in the coming week. Uh, check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. No, we're not on Facebook. Oh, no, no, we're not on Facebook. Check us out on TikTok because we're going hard on TikTok. TikTok videos are good. Thanks to Juan. Um, Follow us on all listening platforms, Apple, Spotify. Jeremiah, thank you for being on the pod again. Oh, thanks for having me. Each time it's a pleasure. It gets better and better. To another day. Thank you.